Hello, and welcome to Divine Chaos, the podcast where we are learning to live awake. We're exploring psychological blocks that get in the way, and we're leaning into the divine chaos of this jacked up journey that is our life. I'm Janine Miller Delaney, and here is my co host, colleague in psychotherapy, friend, and spiritual sojourner, Ruth Friend. We invite you into this moment in space where we can take some time to release, at least for a while, all of our judgments and expectations of ourselves. Come here into this holy instant with us and just breathe here, now, and remember you are exactly as love created you. There is nothing you need to do or fix. This is your time to just be and breathe here with us and with love itself. Welcome back. Good morning to Ruth. Good morning. And to all of our listeners here. Today's topic is called When You Don't Feel Seen. Mm. And we feel like this is going to be a deep one. So hopefully we can make it clear as we go. Right. And we're going to be sharing a message that comes out of your indelible worth chapter four, which is my will for you is happiness. Hmm. So this will all tie together as we go. I think it'll tie together really well. Yeah. And Ruth had good wisdom that perhaps we should share with you just a little bit of the tidbits we want to make sure you remember to take with you. Uh, now instead of at the end of our podcast, so you won't be busy and signing off too quickly. <laughs> so we want to remind you that you can get your indelible worth on the website, theheartsway.org. And if mm-hmm. you have future topics that you'd like Ruth and I to discuss, please, or questions, please email us at janine at theheartsway.org. And Ruth just came up with the title, Watch uh, the podcasts for something that's going to be a subscription, which is called Ruth's New One, just inspired this morning, called Morning Minis. And I'm so excited about those. Can you describe them? Because they are your idea, Ruth. (laughs) Yeah, I think when we were brainstorming some things and I was talking about how I would love to have some kind of reminder every day just to be helpful as a way to get into some of the messages and congruency, I guess, for me. Right. And so you've started recording some, what, three to five minute? Yeah, three to five minutes. Because we had talked about on one of the podcasts about the book, how important the repetition of the message right. is for reshaping neuropathways. Mm-hmm. So we're, and we discussed how it'd be really good if you could integrate the messages for each chapter throughout an entire month. Mm -hmm. So there will be 30 days of the messages for each chapter, 30 minis for each chapter. Yes. And so each, each day you will have a different mini message for that chapter. Right. And it will come straight out of the book. I mean, these are the, the messages, but the, the thing that I'm discovering is kind of a nice plus 
is that I can bring you in with a little, you know, kind of space of being in a meditative state. And then there's kind of variations Mm -hmm. at the end, as far as if there's a journaling prompt or a thought for the day or a mantra to put your mind on. I just love that. I think it's, I think for me, it's going to be a game changer, which I'm really looking forward to. Truthfully. And as we talk about this topic, when you don't feel seen, it's occurred to me, I really need these morning minis myself. Isn't it so funny how we talk all the time about, we go back and listen to one of our podcasts and it's like, I learned so much from us today. <laughs> I feel so much more pe- at peace because I listen to our podcast. <laughs> we are clearly learning what we're sharing. Um, and relearning and relearning and learning. Yeah, we're all on this journey together and mm-hmm. we just need to keep reinforcing it. Mm-hmm. And I know, I know, I know you're calling a morning minis, but I'm looking forward to being able to play it in the morning and then hopefully at night. Mm, yeah, and perhaps bed. even in the afternoon. Yes. And the more repetition, the better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So watch the podcast because that will soon come and that will be with like a monthly subscription. So those will be locked until you, you know, subscribe. But we, um, it, it's also a wonderful way just to help to support this, the podcast as well. Mm-hmm. So back to our topic, when you don't feel seen. This feels like it's going to be a really powerful one for me. Well, I revealed to Ruth this morning that I've been it. I've had a few moments and mornings and days actually of kind of feeling in a bit of a funk and it occurred to me I think it was on Sunday you know I'd had a conversation earlier in the week with somebody who's pretty close to me and I thought it was a fairly benign conversation I didn't really pay much attention to its effects on me But then it was a few days later, I noticed myself just waking up, feeling something was off, like just this feeling like there's something I should be doing. Somehow I should be better than I am, like kind of that Mm. not enoughness feeling. Mm -hmm. That uh, shame, like like a basis of shame. Uh, Thank you, Ruth, for pointing that out. Yeah, because it just felt bad. And I didn't know what to do with it because it was clearly I wasn't feeling connected to love. And I knew I wasn't feeling connected. And I knew that was ego messaging, that there's something going on that's not right. And I, I had figured it out on Sunday. On Sunday, I did some journaling. I brought that kind of the grief, the heavy feeling I was having to love itself. Mm -hmm. Always when I let myself go to the pain and bring it to love, that that's where the shift begins to happen. Mm -hmm. So I had a bit of an aha, like, oh, that conversation affected me more than I realized. Mm -hmm. The truth of it was in conversation with that person who's very close to me, I just don't feel seen. I realize for many of us, when we're in relationship with someone who doesn't 
see us, who just can't see outside of their own world, it can end up leaving you with a vague sense of unworthiness. Mm. This vague sense of who you are is not enough. Can I ask you something? Of course. How much of your life do you think you've spent feeling unseen? Well, I for sure have been in a couple relationships with people who really weren't able to see me. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why it's been so amazingly freeing and uh, helped me to remember who I am to be in a relationship with Jerry because he's so good at seeing me mm. and just helping me to feel seen. So I, I can't say across the board, always feeling it because there are lots of other relationships, you know, outside of those couple where I do feel really seen. Mm-hmm. Like I was pointing out to you, Ruth, like I definitely feel like I can just be vulnerable and be who I am with you. You see me and I Mm. feel safe with that. So I think that speaks all the more too to how important it is to make sure we build relationships with other people who Mm -hmm. are able to see us, especially if we have close relationships in our lives with those who, who really can't see outside Mm. of their own, their own kind of small self world. And certainly not everybody is going to see us, but I think it's, it's so important to have a couple core mm-hmm. relationships where you really feel seen. Yes. And maybe we need to clarify what I, what I mean by that. What I think, you know, mm-hmm. what I mean is mm-hmm. somebody who can acknowledge your feelings outside of their own and acknowledge your needs outside of their own. Mm-hmm. Someone who can allow you to be your own individual self and value that. Yeah, for sure. And and try to get you. Maybe that's not a clear way to say it either. But that makes sense to try to understand why you're feeling the way you're feeling. What's, what's that coming? Where's that coming from? How are your feelings and needs affecting you in your day-to-day life or in this moment? Even someone who can look at you and say, how are you today? Not just what's with you. And really want to know. And really want to know. I think for me, the opposite of feeling seen is feeling invalidated. That's a good word. Or disregarded disregarded that's a good way to say it maybe questioning things in a way that's like oh I guess that's weird I like that invalidated word because that does lead to that sense of like okay so somehow who I am isn't enough and somehow I should make myself into somebody better than I am that's such a perfect way to say it. I should make myself into somebody better than who I am. I I, I think I've said this to you before. I, I try to start my day, the days, well, every day, but especially the days that I work, wanting to make sure that if there's one thing I give to my clients during a session, 
It's that they leave feeling validated, seen, and heard. Mm. And that doesn't mean that I agree with everything. It's not about that. It's trying to understand them. Well, and when we feel heard, validated, seen, did I name all the things you just said? Yes. Sometimes that's the all the healing that needs to take place. It, it's about creating the space. Just yeah. create the space. And then a lot of times it just, boom, goes from there. And that's what we also need to do for ourselves. Mm. Like for me this morning, when I was having that vague, not enoughness feeling, I needed to bring that to love itself. And when we can't bring it, we either need to bring it to a trusted person, you know, like our mm -hmm. counselor or therapist or a friend or love itself, right? Or God, we, or witness, really we're witnessing to ourselves too, the, to the divine within us. I see you. That person may not see you, but I see you. Do you remember that movie? And I know I should remember the name of it. The Blue People. Never heard of it. Ah, you would know the title of it if I could remember it. I'll think oh, of it. It's not a, the title is not The Blue People. No, no. Are you thinking of Avatar? Yes, Avatar. Thank you for remembering it. Thank you. But the thing that sticks out in that movie to me is they don't say, I love you. They say, I see you. It's beautiful, isn't it? It could almost make me teary thinking about it because that has so much meaning. It's interesting you bring that up because my older son was just home from Colorado and that's one of his favorite movies and we Is were it? watching it. Mm -hmm. You just saw it? Yeah, we just watched it again. Yeah. Do you remember the part where they say they that? They do that. They say, I see you. We all need to be seen. And so if we're having that strange sense of unworthiness, mm -hmm. it's like we've gotten hooked into those ego messages that say we're not enough as we are, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And I think I asked you that question, how much of your life have you felt being in that space or not being in that space? Because I think so many people have either been in toxic relationships where it's the opposite of feeling validated, seen, and heard. I think lots of people have grown up in homes where there was no validation. There was no. Absolutely. And so often if we grow up in it, then we're vulnerable to marry into those relationships or to have friendships. That's so true. People who aren't able to see us because it's familiar and we don't realize we're worthy of more. It's so familiar. Mm -hmm. And we gravitate towards the familiar. We do. Well, maybe this is a good time to read the, the message from Love Itself that came from this, this chapter, My Will for You is Happiness. And we can kind of process how this all fits together. 
because this is kind of a complicated concept within here. You're wise to remember that your projection makes your perception. For what you see within and hear within, be it my voice or the voice of your separated ego mind, there will you so perceive and even create the conditions around you. If you recognize and accept my deep love for you and the worthy being that you are, then will you see that love extending out around you. If you feel small and limited, unloved and unworthy, then will you perceive and create more of that feeling of lack and limitation. Trust always in my love for you. Always know your worthiness to receive all the happiness and abundance I will for you. Then will that rise to your awareness to be seen and received by you. Mm. I feel like we need to clarify when this says projection makes your perception. Mm -hmm. So when we're perceiving inwardly and our perception inwardly is recognizing that we're worthy. So when we are seeing the worthiness within ourselves, then we project that outwards and that's what we see around us. Mm. And do you think that that's what we see coming towards us too? Right. So then, then we're able to see in love. We're able to see all through the eyes of love. Mm -hmm. So that shifts. So even the people that can't see us, when we remember that we are worthy and that love sees us, mm -hmm. when we see ourselves, then we can see that that's their woundedness. Mm. And it's not about us. Mm -hmm. That's so true. But if we don't realize that and we're listening to the ego messages and we're staying in that place of feeling unworthy and listening to the ego that says you're not who you really are, you, you need to make yourself somebody better, mm -hmm. then we end up feeling angry and attacking of you know the person that's not seeing us mm -hmm. and we end up feeling less than all the more, right? I was just going to, I was just thinking that word, we feel less than. I I was sharing with you, I went to a wedding on Saturday and it was with a lot of people that I didn't know or I had met just once or twice before. And I noticed the day or so coming away from it, doing lots of questioning of myself, like, like, oh, did that come off as as this did i say that the right way doubting yourself question uh -huh. uh -huh. kind of it's kind of the ego voice that's speaking right mm -hmm. it's the constant judge you should be somebody different than you are and you should have been more aware ruth <laughs> the, the we were at the wedding and people were leaving and I think I'd only met this person one time before and she said across the aisle, she complimented me on, on my dress. I thought she was looking at somebody behind me. Just, I don't know why. And right. so I didn't, I didn't really respond. Uh -huh. And then I, I was thinking like, 
oh, Ruth, what message did you send? And it's like, okay, I'm allowed to like be imperfect and not know that she was talking to me. Yeah, but that ego voice can get so loud. And and I think it's it's supported, you know, when we if we grow up with messages like that you have to be just so, that you have to do mm-hmm. everything just right, that who you are is not enough, then that probably does perpetuate more and more self-doubt or questioning. Mm-hmm. But then you heard the voice of love. Then you chose to listen to a different voice when you said, no, it's okay. You don't have to be perfect. Yes, I don't have to be perfect. I'd rather be human. Yes, yes. Imperfectly perfect. Mm -hmm. This message to me is so powerful when it says, trust always in my love for you. Always know your worthiness to receive all the happiness and abundance I will for you. We always have to go back to allowing ourselves to soak in and remember love sees us. Mm. Love sees the worthiness that we are, Mm -hmm. just as we are. Love validates, sees, and hears us. Yeah. I just felt, I had the felt sense of that. It felt all warm to me. It feels all warm and fuzzy, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was aware this morning, you know, I just had to have a few moments where I just, you know, had some of the the tears of the grief of realizing I had lost myself to those ego messages. Mm. And that's where I felt like my heart opened up so that I could hear love say, but I see you. Remember Mm. your worth. Remember who you are. You don't have there's, you don't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. That's that in and out, in and out, in and out. Of mm. Remembering, not remembering. Like we said, I think last time about it's like breathing. Yeah. And yet, I mean, for me, it is. It's like having the compassion to yourself that we come in and out of it. But sometimes if I'm not willing to let myself go to the grief of it and really... Mm-hmm name the loss of not Mm -hmm. feeling seen, then I could be out of it for a really long, painful time. I think that's, that's one of the things that we try to communicate both here and in our office is that fact that you do have to enter into the grief. You do have to enter into the pain at times. Well, you know, I mean, just the very act of of acknowledging the grief, the pain within us is seeing us. That's showing up for ourselves and saying, I see your pain. That's such a part of the validating seeing and hearing. Like I want to see all of it. Love wants to see and be there for all of it. Love wants to see all of it. Because love itself, God loves all of it all of it all of us Mm -hmm. well maybe maybe this is a good place to wrap up and think about our therapy takeaway this feels a little undone to me i'm wondering if we'll do a part two on this it feels so big 
we'll have to, yeah, we'll have to process maybe, maybe part two. Mm-hmm. But for today, the therapy takeaway maybe is to give ourselves permission to notice, are we listening? Did we get hooked into listening to the voice of the ego messages? And if so, do we need to take some time to bring that to love itself mm-hmm. so that we can be open to hear what love would have us hear? Mm-hmm. Not ignore it. Right. Just yeah. like you chose this morning not to ignore your sadness and this sense of unworthiness, but to enter into it. Right. I didn't want to spend my day chasing that ego message that says, well, if I just work harder or try harder, then, then maybe I'll feel mm-hmm. like I'm enough. Mm-hmm. I know we always come back to this repeatedly. I think we do in our office too with people, right? Writing, yeah. writing heals everything. It says, I mean, it just, it makes everything clear. Yeah. And, and that's us showing up for ourselves and mm-hmm. seeing ourselves. Mm-hmm. And maybe the spiritual takeaway then is that to remember that love does see us mm. and loves us exactly as we are. There's, we don't have to do anything. I think that's going to be my big takeaway from today. Love validates, sees, and hears us all the time. Oh, yeah. And can we let ourselves acknowledge that? Mm -hmm. We don't want to block it, right? Mm -hmm. Love is here, seeing me, validating me, Mm -hmm. hearing me. Hmm. I see you, Janine. I see you, Ruth. (laughs) And in my mind's eye, I'm holding all of our listeners. Feel free, you know, to reach out so we know you're there because we know many of you are who many of you are. I'm seeing all of you too. Mm. Yeah, we're holding you all in love's Mm. warm embrace. Yes. 